Put some Marvel fanfare in the beginning. <laughs> we probably get blocked or something. <laughs> well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is, uh, I believe, episode 13 of Coffee to Go. I am your co-host, Lou. And David is here. Uh, the rest of our uh, co-hosts, they're in New Orleans right now, having the time of their lives. So uh, we're going to let them sleep, because I believe that's what they're doing right now from a long night of party. Yeah, get, get some rest. Also, want to let you know, this is episode 14. Why is episode 14? Yeah, 14. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we did it, bro. All right. Uh, small milestone. I, I think a milestone would be like episode twenty-five. Like that's that should be a like. A yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Or or we could take a shot at episode twenty-one. You know what? Marking it down. Yeah, we should yeah. take a shot. At episode twenty-one. That'd be dope. Well, man, how was your week? How was everything? It was good. I mean, uh, it was a good week. Friday was just like very. It was very busy. I think um, I usually take Sundays to rest, but I just use Saturday. I was just knocked out. I was like, oh, I'll tell you, man. It was, it was a good week. It was good. How about yours? Uh, my week was uh, my week was long. I felt like this week went by very, very long. Um, and it's not like even like I had a lot of things to do. But I think I guess I was anticipating Saturday a lot. Um, well, yesterday a lot. And um you know, just trying to get through the week uh, with the kids and Laura. We put Lathan, we signed Lathan up for uh, summer camp. Oh, um, so, so for baseball? Huh? Just summer camp in general. Like, is it for baseball or? Oh, no, no, no. So baseball is separate. Like, so as a matter of fact, so he has games every Saturday. But yesterday got rained out. So they moved his Saturday game to Wednesday this week, Wednesday night. And uh, just to, for the makeup game. Um. So I, that's pretty cool, I guess, that we could still get the makeup game, even though it's like in the middle of the week, but whatever. Um, which actually sucks because I actually have my game at like six o'clock, I believe. Hold on, I gotta check. So we both have a game on Wednesday. So <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sucks. But the good thing about it is like, um, I'm like the field that he's on is like right next to my field but the thing is i'm a coach so it's like dang do i not play because we we have double headers on wednesday so it's like do i not play my game the first game and be there for my son i'll be like you know what uh he'd be all right and then just go to my game yeah. but i the only good thing is i'm not head coach this year and that was like my whole thing like i didn't want to be a head coach this year because i didn't want the responsibility of okay what if i personally can't make it because of other things but my son still can i don't want to be in charge of a whole team you mm -hmm. know with everything because i didn't know if i was going to be able to get my daughter um this summer so if i am able to get my daughter then you know i didn't want to be the head coach because i still have my other children and the obligations to them as well so i decided to just be an assistant coach this year okay yes. um but as you can hear he 
no kids no kids so my mom that's i think why you know i was just so excited for saturday um me and alora finally had a date night um our first date night in a while it was just us um I dropped the kids off at my mother's house. My mother decided to take them. She ordered pizza and stuff like that. I before I went to the movies, I took the uh, the she had ordered a new mattress, so I helped her do everything because I haven't been there in a while. So she was like, "Oh, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this." Like I was just like, "Yo, mom, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go." We saw Mortal Kombat yesterday. Gotcha. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I have. I set up the HBO uh, Max, but HBO Max. we could we could go to town. We could talk about it. I've I've spoken sure. to one friend who said uh, it's pretty good. It was it was more. I liked it. I liked it, man. I liked it. It it gave off the the ninety five. I think it came out. The first one came out ninety five or something like that. It gave off that vibe where it was like kind of go there, but it was like it was very gory. Like they had fatalities, but it was really. Corny at the at the same time. Which like, is more combat. It's corny. I mean, the, the it was like, but it was beginning. like '90s corny, like the one-liners, like the uh, the old '90s kind of like one-liners, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liners. The like that was that's what made it corny. Like after they killed somebody, it was like flawless victory, and I'm just like, <laughs> like why do you why are they saying it? Work. Yeah, it's like why are you saying it? But like, it's dated. It's dated. I get it. But yeah. I, I, I gotta see it. I'm gonna see it soon. I, I told Nat that I was gonna watch it with her. Um, I don't know why I said that, but now I have to, you know, gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta keep yeah, it. Did, did you guys watch um, uh, Kong vs. Godzilla? No, I didn't see that one either. Oh, man. All right, all right. So you gotta watch both of those movies. Just watch it back to back. Back to back. Is it on HBO? Yeah, they both on HBO Max. Oh, well, cool. yeah, I think you gotta you gotta hurry up and watch Godzilla versus Kong because I think it's gonna disappear. Mm. They only have a month window from the release, um, so then then they come back to HBO Max. Oh, I see. All right, so I'll definitely make sure to see that movie. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, I've caught up with uh, what is it? Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, I didn't see last Friday's episode. But oh, I and I liked last Friday's episode. What I really liked about it is they gave Falcon and um, uh, I guess well, I, I don't want to like major spoilers, but it, we all know that um that what that homeboy was gonna become U.S. agent. Yeah. So at the end of the episode, I'm not gonna tell you who because I want you to watch the episode to find out for yourself, but. He, he gets his actual U.S. agent uniform, the black Captain America suit. Yeah. So that that was really cool. Um, Captain Falcon, Captain Falcon. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> he gets his um, you know, he gets his actual comic book um uniform. Matter of fact, I have a picture of it. So when you watch it, let me know so I could actually text it to you. Where yeah. they show like. The, they show the side by side comparison of their comic book counterparts oh, nice. of their you know uniform. So that was pretty cool. But it, it was a it was a dope episode. I liked how they finished it. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people felt like they left a lot of things un you know I guess open. But I mean that's what Marvel does. Yeah. I mean if you when you have a cinematic universe and everything is connected, you have to leave things open for either the next show, the series, or the next movie to kind of like 
fill up those plot holes or fill up those, you know, open-ended stories. Mm-hmm. You know, you find out you, in this episode, you find out who uh, the power broker is. Oh, okay. I can tell you who that is either. Yeah. Um, but I really feel like this, the way it ends, it sets up the Thunderbolts. It sets up, um, hey. it, it, it sets up Armor Wars. And it also sets up, um, I want to say, it sets up another Avengers. But after this episode, I I think it actually sets up Captain America 4 because they actually announced Captain America 4 with uh, Anthony Mackie, the Falcon, as the lead, as Captain wow. America. Wow. So, with, with that, like I said, like putting Marvel just storytelling, like just talking about the storytelling aspect of it, like they've... They've they have done a great job, like taking the characters that we love and just you know showing them dance on on the screen. And sometimes, like you know, when you talk to people, they'll they'll share their experience. And sometimes, I just feel like they just put too much expectation mm-hmm. on the, on what they're seeing, and and like they'll say, "Oh, that that sucks, this sucks." But it's like, you know, sometimes you you, you gotta let go. You're not you're not the leader, right? After you you're spectating, and I feel like. Yo, these five episodes, it feels like a great movie. Like It does, right? It feels like... Because even with WandaVision, everybody wanted more action or they wanted... No, WandaVision was... It was great. Like, it was awesome. First of all, the storytelling was top-notch. They, and they literally left you hanging every single week. If a show doesn't have you want... Like, it, oh my gosh, I can't wait till Friday. I can't wait till Friday. I need to see this episode. When you see the credits and you're not pissed off, then you're doing it wrong. Right. Like, gotta be right. It's like, it's like, nah, you guys can't end it here. Like, no, do not end it here. Like, no, like, I felt like WandaVision was perfect. It was, it was awesome. And then on top of that, like, WandaVision was... It was a prequel. It was the prequel that we that we needed for Wanda, but it was also not a prequel. It was real, literally what's going on with her right now. And I like that because it's like, now you're looking at every single Avenger that's still an Avenger. Yeah. What's going on with them right now? We're getting prologues to the main stories of the movies that are gonna come out. So you yes. got WandaVision, you know, you have the couple, you know, mm-hmm. you have Wanda, you have Vision, you have like the the grieving process. You have the, you know, them the, at the end of the the, season, the series finale. You see the two visions. Spoiler alert! Sorry, but well, like it's, it's not spoiler alert now. If you haven't it's, watched it's the end of Wandavision, it's, like. your, it's your damn fault. But yeah. you know, you have like that pocket of universe of Marvels. Like, hey, this is what happened. Now we have Winter Soldier and a Falcon. You know, we have a buddy cop, yeah, a buddy cop thing, and now it's just it's. If you haven't been paying attention since phase one, like, bro, like they're doing something right now. They're, they're building up what's going to come in the next, in, the, in these next films. I don't know what's going to come, but. I, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, who do you think is going to be the next big bad? Because I have some theories. I, I've been paying, my theories, me too. My theories are based on the people that I follow on Instagram, especially mm-hmm. the artists. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know if you follow these artists, but. Boss Logic, Alex oh, Ross. Boss Logic is dope, and and he actually does a lot of their covers. He mm-hmm. he does a lot of the yeah. So, uh, it's Alex Ross who's a he's a big comic book uh, artist. Makes mm-hmm. paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boss Logic, and I think there's another one that I just recently started following. It's called Rafis Rafis Greedy or something like that. 
Oh, he, he does a lot of their storyboards. Exactly. So I'm looking at these pictures. And remember that there was a good week where they were just sharing mad X-Men stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Then, you know, it's just a lot of X-Men things. Uh, some Galactus. You know, so I'm thinking, yo, are they going out? Are they going to bring in this big baddie? Or are they going to, like, blow it up with the multiverse? Or are they going to bring universes together? Mm-hmm. And we got that in WandaVision. They were teasing us with the fake Quicksilver. You know, it, it turned out not to be. Yeah, I, I think that was a letdown. I really, I, I was hoping that he was actually... Because I liked his version of Quicksilver. Like, I felt like... um the dude that played Quicksilver and Agent Voltron, he wasn't as good. I'm not saying he's not a good actor as um as the Quicksilver in the X-Men series, but the one in the X-Men series, that it made X-Men X-Men. Like if it wasn't for him, those newer X-Men movies wouldn't have hit the way that I they did. Carry that that one scene <clears throat> in both movies. And I saw Yeah, the- when they slowed down the time and there was yeah. That carried the film. And then yeah, that, did. having having Magneto too in there, that mm-hmm. carried it. But other who's Jean Grey and Cyclops? In my in my my mind's eye, like I don't I don't like I don't remember them. All I remember is Quicksilver. Right. So that that says a lot. I, I, and then also of course Xavier and a lot of stuff. That 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 was cool. But um, I think I hope that is the X Men, some sort of meshing of those universes. Or we're gonna get Galactus in a new way, maybe Silver Surfer, um, because that's like you know, we've already had the battle on Earth, we had the battle in the stars. Now, like, what's the next battle? Like the cosmos, everything, um, and then and then tying into um, uh, Spider Man. Um, what was it? Uh, the second movie. What's that called? Not um, Far From Home. No, for us. Uh, yeah, Far From Home. Far from home. Yeah, because the first one was Homecoming. Then it's Far from Home. Then it's uh, uh, the third one is um, No Way Home. Yeah, Way Home. So I don't know. I think Spider Man is gonna be. You know how Thor Ragnarok. Spider Man is gonna be the catalyst, definitely. You know the layup that Ragnarok had. Yeah. Maybe I I I want to say that perhaps the the spider that Spider Man film is gonna lay it up to the next to the next Avengers catastrophe or the next like. You know yeah. the next crisis that we're gonna see, um, because it's funny. Um, back to my original point, the storytelling of Marvel—it's been great because if you know, it kind of—it's mirroring what we're going through in our in our daily lives. Like right now, yeah. it feels like the world is in disarray, and you know, some people they don't know what to do. Others are like, you know what? Like I gotta I gotta buck up and I gotta take care of my myself, and you know what's the next battle what who who is going to be the next baddie who are who are we going to look up to so i feel like these stories are just they're they're in a way like they're good they're you know at least we're finding some sort of escapism but also like learning like who we are you know mm-hmm. and you get that a lot in the winter soldier and the falcon like you when, when they have that talk with the girl and Anthony Mackie, a, a Falcon, you know, he's like, you know, I'm not here to fight you. I'm here to understand. I understand that you lost, but the, the route that you take, you know, it's the same as the same. You, you're, you're the enemy that you're fighting. So that's, mm. you know, if you're really paying attention, there's like a lot <coughs> of good 
good themes about like symbolism and yeah. uh, what does it mean to be a, a U.S. Uh, citizen nowadays. And also, I can appreciate Falcon not taking the shield at first. And you have yeah. that that argument. So if anything, we could dive into to like what we've been thinking about from episode one and five. Like, yeah, uh, it, well, it kind of sucks because being that you didn't watch episode six, like they really touch on that. Like they close the episode on those themes. Like they, like uh, Falcon goes into this whole. That's speech. the last episode. Is that the last episode? It's the last episode. Yeah. Oh, dude, I should have watched it. Damn. Yeah, you should have watched it. Yeah. So they they kind of close out on those themes. I mean, Falcon goes into this whole speech with the senators. Um, you know, uh, he has a speech with Carly again, the girl. And, you know, like, he's like, I don't want to fight you, you know, like, I'm on your side, like, we could, you know, work this out and stuff like that. And it was just, it, it was a really dope episode from that standpoint, because um, not a lot of people know, but they had to rewrite a lot of the script of the show in the direction of it, because the original was, there was, it was supposed to be a virus, there was, it was supposed to be them releasing a virus that was actually making people like super soldiers and stuff like that. And yeah. um, they was recruiting them and stuff, but they, they had to rewrite it and everything because of COVID. And, you know, that kind of like made them go in a different direction with the show. But I still felt like they kept all the core themes. Matter of fact, there was actually, um, they just like WandaVision where they actually shot a scene that they um, nixed where... Uh, um, Doctor Strange was supposed to be in it, um, like a a portion of it. He was supposed to make a cameo. Oh, yeah, yeah. They oh. actually shot the, the scene Doctor Strange kind of this this yeah yeah got a little <laughs> um, but uh yeah so they fixed that. Well, uh, Steve Rogers was actually supposed to be in a scene. Old man Steve Rogers was actually supposed to be in a scene, and they nixed that because, like, throughout the show, like, they kept saying, like, oh, is Steve Rogers on the moon? <clears throat> well, in my theory, I think he is on the moon. I think he's on the moon with um the leader. Um, A lot of people that don't follow the comics, um, there's a lot of people that actually went to the moon. Nick Fury is one of them. He he was on the moon for a little bit um, with the leader and, um you know, not the leader, the Watcher. He was on the um, moon with the Watcher, you know, watching over the cosmos, helping um, any threats that was coming to um, the Earth. Uh, Steve Rogers went up there for a little bit. He was with the Watcher um, in the old man, um, the old man Captain America uh, series. He actually goes up there. So I think that I think my theory is he is really on the moon. I think that the next threat is going to be um, because I think that that's. You can't have a threat where it's just Earth. I think that the smaller movies, the smaller Avengers movies, yes, you can have that threat where it's like Loki or you get Ultron. But eventually you're going to have to get to a big threat where you're going to have to pull all these characters back together. Where Where is this threat coming from? So I do feel like Galactus could be one of them. I feel like um, Mephisto is... Because oh, yes, all yes. of these... All of these, like, Our you know, even stuff. even if it's not Mephisto, even if they, because Marvel has a tendency of of taking one villain or taking one character and fusing it with another character, but still calling it that one character. So what if the one of one of the next villains is Mephisto, but it's also Nightmare, because Nightmare works in different realms as well. Mm-hmm. And when you're working in the quantum realm, when you're working in different um realms and different realities, you know, to a yeah. So. I, I feel like Mephisto is going to play a role, but it's also going to be Nightmare. 
in some kind of way. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a villain in Captain, um, I mean Captain in Doctor Strange. But I think that the overall villain, because when you talk about the Eternals, when you talk about yes, uh, yes the beings, yeah, the, yeah when you talk the, about the, the celestials and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, what's what's a bigger threat than than the Planet Eater himself? You know, I mean, that's literally what uh, Galactus is. He's a Planet Eater. He comes to planets. He actually he takes the entire planet. He eats Crazy. the planet. Yeah. So and. Silver Surfer is his agent. That's his that's yeah. his guy. Like, you know what? Go here, scope out this planet, you know, kill whoever is there that's a major threat, and then I'm gonna come and I'm gonna eat that planet. Yeah, scout. Um, so, yeah, so when we do finally see Silver Surfer in in this uh in the MCU, I think that's gonna be the clue where it's gonna be like, People oh lose their minds, man. I can't Galactus is on his way. Like that but I really feel like Galactus is probably gonna be the most major threat because even in the comics, I mean, it took everybody to to kind of like combat. Like it wasn't just Fantastic Four. Like people think Galactus is just a Fantastic Four villain. No, he's not. He's he's an Avengers villain. He's an X Men villain. He's all of their villains. So I feel like um, there's gonna be, just like Civil War. There's gonna be an X Men versus Avengers event that's gonna lead into Galactus. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Civil War led into. Um, ultimately, it led into um, the Infinity War. Yes, it did. It did. So that's what I feel like is going to happen. So that was that's my theories. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because, um, you know, there's a whole population, uh, or there's like a lot of people that only know the movies mm. and they're well versed in it too. I don't claim to be like a comic book, like extraordinaire but it, i've read some titles and like it's crazy to see the themes like their their avenger books that are called avengers disassembled mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, assault on on pleasant hill you know mm-hmm. these themes it's funny because when you read uh, avengers disassembled that's civil war movie when you read yeah. assault on pleasant hill it's almost reading like wandavision because it has like a same premise there's like there was yeah. like a prison where um in this in this comic book the prison kept all the villains and they were like in this, they were living in this neighborhood. And then, you know, you, they weren't the villains. They were just like the beekeeper or they were the mailman. So it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see the twist and like yeah. taking the same theme, a character, and then in a new story that they'll give it to right. you. Know? So I, mean, I, I think that their storytelling is top notch, but Marvel has always been that kind of like, they write about, like, even when you read the comics, like it's, they write about the times. They write about like yes. what's actually going on. X Men are the minority. They are, you know, in essence, they're black people in the Marvel universe. They are the, you know, the segregation, the the um the the racist, the fear, you know, right. And fear that's that's everything that's going out to the mutants and everything. So yeah. I like the fact that like they're actually doing these themes because I mean, even right now, you know, um. Captain, uh, well, not Captain, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier, those themes are, like, what's playing on right now, where as far as, like, the brutality with the governments and, and misplacements and, you know, I feel like, you know, they, they're calling these people refugees and everything because they're misplaced through time, you know, through the five-year time gap and the, and the blip. And now you're talking about, like, what's actually going on, like, uh, the the you know, the, the Mexican immigrants and everything that are in um, these camps and everything. And 
you you know falcon is basically like yo do the right thing you know like let's do the right thing and and let's make um homes for these people and let's give them these people like you know there's ways that we could integrate them into america yeah those themes are very prevalent to what's going on right now where you have these camps where all these mexicans are and these immigrants and they don't have green cards they don't have you know american citizenship but we we're keeping them in these camps and everything and it's just like you know it's either send them back to home but it's like where are you sending them back to they don't even have homes where we would send them back to it's touching so, it's touching on like it's it's interesting and it's amazing how like a story can just i love this scene in in, uh, in infinity war where dr strange is just like he goes like this and then he highlights that that, that infinity stone and he hands it to Thanos. Well, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because that's exactly what these stories are doing. They're highlighting that one part. It could be like that issue, that problem in our society. And, you know, it's true. This is the reality that we face, we, we're in, you know, that we're dealing with, with the issue of, of immigration. And also like, um, and maybe you agree too, like, you know, at the end of the day, we're all peoples. And it's, it's, a, it's a shame that, we we have to hide behind like borders. I'm not saying borders are bad, but like when at the end of the day, it's we're talking about human beings. Yeah. And to treat them in this way, you know, to, you, you know what it is to like get lost in the mall and you can't find your mom and dad. Yeah. To be in that situation, it must be like, wh- wh- what kind of people are gonna? What kind of people are those kids going to be when they grow up? Definitely going to have a lot of stress, a lot of, a lot of psych issues, and all that. But you know, that's that's a separate issue. That's that's just there's something causing that. So it's a shame. I I, I hope um, that we can move on and find some some way to to like at least find a solution. But like it goes back to the individual and and what you do in your life. Like some like I know for me, like I'm I'm no I don't make laws. I'm just I'm an individual. What what can you do? And right. it, it it all just starts on like take care of the the inner world of, of who you are. Do do what's right because that's infectious in a good way. You know you can you can inspire others by just like being the best. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, because that's that's the way forward. So you know that's that's my piece about that. And hopefully, I I, I think that times are changing. Like there's a revolution coming as far as laws being uh, people just getting tired of being in this situation where they kind of feel helpless and powerless. I mean, you look at the Chauvin trial. I think that's a perfect example of exactly where we was literally sitting at the edge of our seats waiting for this verdict um, because anybody that can see it is plain as day. This guy is guilty. You know, and if it wasn't for that video, if it wasn't for, you know, so many people being able to see it and the jury being able to actually deliberate and see exactly what happened, you know, what what can you do? You know, you feel powerless. Um, There's so many deaths. There's so many things happening that, you know, we as a people, not just not just, you know, black people, not just, you know, white people, but people that, you know, people, you feel powerless, you feel helpless. And when you watch these different things, it's kind of like, it still gives you that hopeless feel where it's like, 
what else can we do? You know, and I think that the Chauvin trial kind of like it, it was a win in the favor of not just justice, but as far as the direction of our country, I really feel like our the next generation is going to be able to push this forward. Mm -hmm. I feel like nine to fives, nine to fives is not going to be like a thing anymore. You know, um, going to an actual office to work, that's not going to be a thing anymore going forward. You know, the pandemic showed that businesses could still thrive with people working from home. Mm -hmm. um, uh, changed a lot. Yeah, a lot of change. Like you're right, 2020, um, and a lot of good and a lot of bad. Uh, mm -hmm. I was thinking, you know, it's it's amazing how the the winter the that whole show like it's it's a two side it's a two sides. You know, you have the Falcon who represents obviously black, mm -hmm. and you have the soldier who represents history, and you know white. But I feel like at what point are we gonna take off those glasses of black and white? Right. Want, like it's I feel like it's ju we're just taking them off and we're going to see, you know, you know, I they say it's going to I don't even feel like they I don't even feel like the country has actually taken them fully off. It's more like they're still, they still, you know, this, tilting them. This. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I'm going to leave my glasses on. But it's like it there's something to 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 say about when when you actually perceive things the way they are it, it kind of like it kind of hurts it kind of sucks when you actually see the reality but yeah. you gotta you gotta take your punches you you gotta um, okay this is how it is but now you have the choice to move forward and not not give into that mm -hmm. um but yeah i i think we are seeing the revol you know the revolution will not be televised i feel like the revolution is ongoing what that means means differently to other people i mean there are other people that their aims uh to to better this country you know and i don't necessarily agree with because violence just begets violence right i think we all need to we we i feel like we all share the same values but we just use different words we have different concepts and and that's going to come with culture but just yeah. trying to understand each other like what we do you know it's amazing how you and i bridge our relationship, like how we met. Mm. Not, we're not the only ones. There's like whole, like there's millions of pockets of friendships where we would never meet if it wasn't for like this one connection, this one, yeah. right? Shout out to Mark. Mark. Of that going on. <laughs> Shout out to Mark, our Marvel on uh, Staten Island, you know, through him we met. Right. And it's just, I like uh, to finish my point. It's like we're not the only ones. So imagine like this, this these these constellations of friendships, of alliances, of of just of business relationships, everything. Like there's, we have a good America. Like it, we're here, and I feel like we just need to, you know, show out, be responsible when we see something that is not right, call it out. You know, and it's a big responsibility. Even for me, me saying it, I'm like, oh, David, you know, you got to hold, you got to, you got to hold to your word, but there's no, I see no other way. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that we're in a good spot. Um, like you were saying before, the revolution, uh, I feel like the revolution will be televised. I feel like we're in the social media age, this age, this day and age, everything is on 
a screen, whether it's TV, whether it's your phone, tablet, conversations are recorded. So hey, you know. yeah, you know, um, podcasts, us doing this, everything. We're pushing the envelope forward, and I feel like it's not just our generation. It's going to be the generation that's coming up after us. It's going to be my children, your children. It's going to be, you know, their children. Everything is going to be pushed forward. You know, people are just tired. We're tired of sitting back, feeling powerless. People are going to start doing things. You know, you see, you see, kind of legislation is kind of blocking. Um, protesting and and free speech and it's just like no bro like this is the constitution that you guys put in place and now you're upset because we're using what you guys put in place against you no we're going to continue to do that and whatever whatever you put in place we're going to fight it at every single turn um you know and we have a voice people are really realizing that we don't we don't have to sit here and be quiet about these things anymore. You know, we can, we're the ones that selecting these people and putting them into office. We're the ones that, you know, we have the power to do it and we have the power to take you out of office as well. You know, that's that's where the power lies. And, and the, the, the unfortunate, but great part of 2020 was that, you know, we got slapped in the face. We, uh, We forgot that we, for, we became conveniently, comfortable with these things um with like the way oh like you know um let me let me take warm showers you know let me Mm -hmm. let me be comfortable not think about it but you know 2020 came and it's like yo wake wake up wake up you know take care of your family but you know there's there's work to be done in whatever fashion it is i feel like it, it 2020 woke up artists business uh people uh, people who want to actually go and be lawmakers and and work for the you know work for the government and actually do things like not shut up and advocate you know that's that's something that I, I really see happening and let's let's see the next these next fifty years you know I think we got a good couple years to to like look at what's happening and just see the, how the world carries on and just be hopeful. Um, are we on good? Oh, I gotta. I think I gotta head out. Damn. So good, so good. Well, this has been episode fourteen, as David had uh, pointed out. Um, sorry to cut this short. David has some um, some stuff to do. I'm actually probably gonna go lay back down because no kids, so yeah, I could yeah. actually rest. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for uh, tuning in again. This is David and Lou. Um, shout out to. Shawnee and Law, hope you guys are being responsible, but having <laughs> having a ton of fun. Um, if you haven't already, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button, hit the like button because it helps out our page a ton, and hit the notification bell so you can uh, get notifications as you know as, as soon as we drop the episode, you guys would know. Thank you again for watching. This has been Bro to Go, Bro to Coffee Go. To go. <laughs> you guys have a good Sunday. Take it easy, guys. Yeah. Wish I could paint all moments in vibrant. Work life turns into gunplay. Gunplay turns into pillow towel. Pillow towel turns into sweet dreams. Sweet dreams turn into coffee in the morning.